Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Merry Christmas. Today we celebrate the birth of Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus is the fulfillment. But the fulfillment of what? The fulfillment of every human wish? The fulfillment of every utopian dream? Over the years, people have treated Jesus like clay. Shaping Him into their own image as the answer to their own self-determined needs and desires. Just think of all the images put on Jesus. Is Jesus the teacher of liberal morals? That was the view of Thomas Jefferson. In terms of politics, Jefferson was very bright. But in terms of theology, Thomas Jefferson was a heretic. He changed God's Word in his Bible by deleting of all things what happened on Good Friday and Easter. Or is Jesus the greatest therapist who will help people get in touch with their inner psyche? Is Jesus the greatest businessman who will help people succeed in the business world? Is Jesus the greatest Hollywood superstar? And the list goes on and on and on. Who is Jesus of Nazareth? He is the fulfillment. But the fulfillment of what? Not the fulfillment of what we concoct in our own imagination, but the fulfillment of Moses and the prophets. He is the mediator of the new and greater covenant. He is the new and greater high priest after the order of Melchizedek. He is the all-sufficient atoning sacrifice. He is the new and greater temple. He is the new and greater prophet. He is the fulfillment of the Old Testament Scriptures. And Jesus of Nazareth, whose birth we celebrate today, is the new and greater Davidic king. He's the king promised by the prophet Isaiah 2,700 years ago in Jerusalem. And in order to understand Jesus of Nazareth and what he came to do, you and I need to study the Old Testament Scriptures. For in the Old Testament Scriptures, they reveal what Jesus came to fulfill. In other words, the Scriptures give us His job description. The prophet Isaiah announced in several places that there would come a new and greater Davidic king. A new King David. And today, we celebrate the birth of that new and greater king. But perhaps some of us protest. After all, we're Americans. We don't need a king. And we certainly don't want a king. Our standard is government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And so yes, in terms of this worldly politics, that is the best system. But before God, you need a king. A righteous king. Ancient Israel discovered this during the time of the judges, 
when everyone did what was right in their own eyes and not in the eyes of God. They needed a king. A king who would lead them in God's ways. Unfortunately, their kings never lived up to this standard. But Isaiah promised that one day, Israel would be given just such a king. Jesus of Nazareth is the fulfillment given by God. Jesus is the Christ. The word Christ is not a name. It is a Greek word meaning anointed one. It is the Greek translation of the Hebrew word Messiah, which also means anointed one. Jesus of Nazareth is the anointed king promised by God through Moses and the prophets. In several passages in the book of Isaiah, these promises were made. And one of those promises is found in chapter 16, where Moabite refugees were fleeing the devastation experienced in the land of Moab. And they sought refuge in Jerusalem. God then told the people of Jerusalem to receive them and give them shelter, even though the Moabites were Gentiles. The God of ancient Israel considered them His own. Isaiah wrote, beginning in verse 4 of chapter 16, Let my outcasts sojourn in you, O Jerusalem, even Moab. Become a hiding place for them from before the devastator, when the oppressor will have ceased. Devastation will have ended. They will be finished from the earth, namely everyone who tramples others. Then will be established a throne with steadfast love. And one will sit enthroned upon it in David's tent with trustworthiness. A judge and seeker of justice. And one very swift at righteousness. Through his prophet Isaiah, God promised that the day would come when every wicked oppressor and every form of devastation would come to an end. When that happens, there will be a new king from the line of David. And he will sit enthroned upon David's throne. That throne will be established by God's steadfast love and trustworthiness and remain forever. That mighty king will rule with steadfast love and trustworthiness. This promised king will rule with righteousness. And both the Israelites and Gentiles will enjoy the blessings of His righteous rule. Therefore, at the time of Isaiah, God exhorted the people of Jerusalem to shelter Gentiles. Already back then. In anticipation of the day when oppression will come to an end and the future Messiah will rule on David's throne. Isaiah gave a similar promise in chapters 9 and 11 that there would come a righteous king who would sit enthroned upon David's throne, establishing peace and ruling with righteousness. He will not be like the corrupt kings of ancient Israel's past or the corrupt kings of the ancient Near East. Ancient Israel had seen their fair share 
of those kinds of kings. Every generation since has suffered under such rulers. Those who are self-absorbed, self-exalting, self-enriching, and self-glorifying. Rulers who constantly victimize others and seek their own coercive power. This future king, promised by Isaiah, will not be another corrupt and oppressive king of the world. This future king will rule in righteousness, in steadfast love, and trustworthiness. To live under him in his kingdom will be a blessing and a joy. Isaiah promised that the future messianic king would sit enthroned on David's throne. The angel Gabriel declared this same thing to the Virgin Mary, as recorded in Luke chapter 1, beginning at verse 32. He will be great, and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. Jesus of Nazareth did sit on the throne of David. But it took the shape of a cross. And above Him was written, King of the Jews. By dying on a Roman cross, Jesus was ruling, not ruling like a Caesar or king of this world, but ruling over sin itself and conquering it for Israel and for all Gentiles. He was bodily raised from the dead on the third day as the ruling victor over death itself. He was exalted to the right hand of God. David's throne has been exalted with him to the right hand of God. And now for 2,000 years, Jesus of Nazareth has been ruling on that exalted throne. Ruling over all authorities, powers, and rulers. Both seen and unseen. He rules as the new and greater Davidic king. Promised by Isaiah, the ancient prophet. He rules to the benefit of his church. To your benefit. To your benefit. Through holy baptism, his spirit brought you under the blessed rule. Jesus of Nazareth is now your king. He is now your Lord. And that means eternal life with Him in His kingdom with His Father and Spirit. Through the Gospel and the Lord's Supper, He continues to exercise His saving rule. You and I are not autonomous. And that's a good thing. You have the blessings of living under the saving rule of Israel's Messiah, Jesus of Nazareth. And the rule of this new and greater Davidic king will never come to an end. Even the last chapter of the Bible, Revelation chapter 22 reminds us of this truth. When the exalted Jesus says in verse 16, I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. Isaiah promised that the future Messianic king would rule in righteousness, 
Jesus has fulfilled that promise in a superlative way. He did that by becoming God's righteous servant, as promised in Isaiah chapter 53. God laid upon Him the iniquity of us all. And in chapter 53, verse 11, God says, The righteous one, my servant, will make the multitude accounted righteous. Jesus, the righteous king and servant, took your sins upon Himself and gave you His righteousness. He rules with righteousness in a superlative and surprising way. By giving sinners His righteousness in order to make them the citizens of His kingdom. He rules in righteousness by giving you that righteousness. You now stand righteous before His God and His Father. Today, you and I celebrate the birth of the Messianic King of Israel. He rules on David's throne with righteousness. Jesus of Nazareth is the fulfillment of Moses and the prophets. He is the king promised by Isaiah, the mighty seer of old. That means good news for you and for me. Rejoice! Jesus, Israel's messianic king, has been born. The righteous king, who sits enthroned on David's throne. He rules now and will come again in visible glory. Then will come to an end every oppressive rule of this age, then the promise of Isaiah will reach its future consummation. Glory be to the Christ, who rules now and forevermore. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all human understanding, guard our hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.